Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Daniel Van Kirk. I am here. And our guest on the show is our favorite murderer because she murders this episode. Karen Kilgariff, thanks for joining. It was my pleasure. What a joy. We, talk about, we talk about swords. Oh yeah. Uh, sword uh, stores. Sword yeah. stores. A guy who might have deserved to get attacked. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he did, but he might have. He's an e <laughs> Athlete, yeah, he's an, an athlete. athlete. That's everybody. all you need to know. That's all you need right. to know. Talk about Claudia tiny, and her life changes. Tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> tiny Sasquatches, and the Sheboygan Clogger. Which, you, yeah, that, we need the town's help on that one. This is it. It is sword stores, tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger with Karen Kilgariff. You have to listen to this week's episode of Dumb People Town. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. 12 original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kelberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash press. It's a good deal. Oh shit, Busy Phillips on the phone. What up, Whitey? Oh my god, hi. We're recording, by the way. I know. Does this sound terrible? I have to put you on speaker because my phone's about to die and I'm in my car, so it has to be plugged in. Although I could maybe put in my AirPods. Yeah, try your AirPods. Whatever you're doing right now sounds fine. It does? Are you sure? Yeah. That seems weird. I mean, try your AirPods if you can. Uh, 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 uh. Why did I get? Hold on, let's see if this works. Is this better or worse? That's better. That's better. Okay, okay. I'm gonna do it, it this way. Did that guy just flip me off? That old man. That's weird. Okay. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> Wait. Let's talk about my dental work. I didn't talk about. I don't think I talked about it with Janine. Uh. I got those two cavities replaced last week and i thought i instead of taking like a valium or something you know i'm really bad at dental work i wow. thought yeah well maybe i'll just take some of that like high cbd low thc yeah one of my one of my gummies that i like you know like that would be chill and <laughs> <laughs> and then i'll get through the dental work and it'll be fine okay it was not fine i was way too high and <laughs> <laughs> and I pa- I fully panicked. Like I was having like crazy panic because my mouth was like they had to basically numb almost my entire mouth, and I was just sure. like thinking that I was gonna swallow my tongue. I it was like a wild. It was a wild two hours of me like panicking, panicking. Did you tell your doctor? Um. By the way, doctor, so hi. What? Did you tell your doctor you were stoned? 
No, because I was like, no, because I thought, because I wasn't, I wasn't when I like sat down. Oh, it kicked in. It was fine. And then I was like, had my ear, my earphones <laughs> in and I was listening to music really loud to like drown out the drill. And then I just was, it just happened. Like it hit me and it was just too intense and crazy. And that's amazing. But I had to kind of just like, like live through it a little bit. Like I, there was nothing that I could do. Like I just had to bear I down. Just had to, I just had to bear it. I just had to suck it up. You and had to gr- it. grin and bear it. I did grin and bear it. And so then, but at the end of it, I was supposed to get my teeth whitened, which I've never done before. I haven't either. And I was like, I'm I, jealous. I was like, I gotta go. Like I can't. I can't do this. I got to go. I got to get the fuck out of here. And so <laughs> I got out. <laughs> and plus I did actually, it was like taking a long time and I did have to pick up Birdie from school. So it, it wasn't entirely, I probably could have done the whitening, but I just made an appointment to come back today to do the whitening. And I did it. And I kind of feel like I pulled a uh, Ross from friends. I feel like my teeth are like neon white. See, I don't think so. You just texted me a photo before you called. I think it looks good. You think they look okay? Yeah. Also, your teeth were really white before you got them whitened. No, they weren't. I drink so much coffee, you know, and I'm not diligent about brushing my teeth after all the coffee that I drink in the morning. You know, like I've yeah. like some because I drink my coffee on the go. So sometimes I just <laughs> don't. Well, I don't get to brush my teeth. Like if I'm at home, I'll brush my teeth after the coffee, but. Right. You know, a lot of times I'm just like out and about and I don't get that sure. I don't get that extra brush in and I just feel like my teeth I just feel like my teeth were very um yeah, like I think they were just a little coffee stained. By the way, the traffic right now is super annoying. That's a bummer. I haven't really been out of the house in about 6 days. How are you feeling? Today is honestly a, a noticeable difference like it's yeah, been you sound like you turn the corner a little bit yeah it's been very slow going um mm-hmm. but today my cough is less rattling in my chest it's drying up a little bit uh my sinuses still feel fucked but um the cough i i never get coughs when i get sick it's always right to the sinuses and my head and so i don't deal well with a, a cough yeah, well, and especially when it was like so gnarly and double bronchitis and not an almost pneumonia, isn't that it what she said? It was so crazy because it was uh, Thursday. It was last Thursday, so when people are listening to this, it was exactly a week ago, and I woke up feeling fine. It was never, you know, sometimes you feel yourself getting sick. That didn't happen at all. I woke mm. up feeling fine. I was driving out to Palmdale to shoot and I was on the phone in my car with a friend and I coughed uh-huh. and, and then it was like the dam broke open and all of a sudden I couldn't stop coughing and just coughing stuff up and it was insane. It like immediate, it hit so fast and I've never had that before. But also, I do want to say this because you and I had spoken, I feel like Tuesday or something Yeah, last week, and you were like, I'm positive I'm going to get sick because these fucking assholes that I'm working with are all sick. <laughs> yeah, that's and... true. Like, two guys were like, 
I shot a scene with uh, George Went, who was Norm on Cheers, and uh... <clears throat> oh, see, I have a cough. Sure, sure. Oh yeah, <clears throat> maybe you got it in San Francisco. No, I got it. I had it before. I got it from Cricket. I've had this cough for like uh, Mark says three weeks. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just. But this is just like this preschooler cough that everybody I know has. Everybody, I, I called my mom. They're preschoolers. I called my mom yesterday. She's, I hadn't talked to her in about a week and a half. She's like, yeah, I've had a cough for a week now. And I was like, oh my God, me, like everybody is at least had sick. this cough. But what's happening? Did you get a flu shot? No. And uh, we when, need to discuss this. Yes. When I went into urgent care Saturday, because I was. I was still going to fly to San Francisco, but like I was shooting and I almost passed out. And so I was like, I'm going to see if I can get a later flight and just go to urgent care. And the doctor did chest x-ray. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, you're so sick. Do not get on an airplane. Um, she goes, did you have you a follow doctor's order? I did. She goes, did you get a flu shot this year? I go, no, which is weird because I always get a flu shot. And she was like, well. I'll test you for the flu right now to see if this is flu. And they did that sinus swab, and she was like, no, you don't have the flu. The flu. It's just bronchitis. She's like, as soon as you are well, you should get a flu shot because it is so bad this year. That's what everybody's saying. And she also said that the flu shot that came out this year was not really one that covers the current flu very well. But she said, still, if you get the flu, it'll make it less your symptoms will be less horrible. less horrible. Listen, if you're a listener of the pod forever, I think you will remember. That, and by the way, there's only been 20 of them or whatever. So like, you yeah. know, that shouldn't be hard for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Nicole Sullivan yeah. and her, you know, what hurt, what happened to her with her swine flu H1N1. Yeah. And the doctor literally said that like getting the flu shot, if she had gotten it earlier, it would she wouldn't have ended up in the hospital almost dead. And if she had got if she hadn't gotten it, she probably would have died. Yeah, it takes about two weeks for it to set in, and she had gotten her flu shot a week before she got H one N one. But right. yeah, the doctor was like, it, "You, this made it a lot less worse," which is crazy because she went into a coma. Right. So right. Ugh. right. I'm gonna. I think I need to get my flu shot. I've had this cough, so I wasn't sure. Same about I, it. I never get them when I'm. I, I never go to get the shot when I'm even kind of sick. I'm like I. I, feel I know. Like I feel it, like it'll take me out. Yeah. So. But, and also, I feel like only one of my girls got the flu shot. I feel like it was just cricket. And she got that the flu can't stuff. be right. That can't be right. Yeah, cricket never weird. got the flu. We all got the stomach flu. Over the holidays, everyone got the stomach flu, mm -hmm. and then Cricket has this preschool cough, mm -hmm. and that's what I've diagnosed it as, the preschool <laughs> cough, um, which she gave to me. And Birdie just got the cough today. She yeah. just woke up this morning and started coughing. Ugh. Ugh. I, I, <coughs> for sure. Oh, you're breaking up a little busy busy are you there busy i cannot hear you 
What? Oh no, did I did it fall out? Oh yeah, Hello? there there you are. Right. You're back. Um, I definitely think I should get the flu shot. Mark will not get it. He won't get it. He just won't. I know him. He just will not do it. Oh. He's a little bit like sometimes I feel like Mark would be a really good like Christian scientist. <laughs> like he, <laughs> like oh, he's like I shouldn't like laugh. He, <laughs> oh god, I'm dying. Oh no, oh no, don't die. Don't die. I can't laugh. Like he if given like the choice it, like if like if he's like I have a terrible terrible headache. I'm like, "Well, okay, here's Tylenol. two extra strength Tylenol." And he's like, "No, I'm <sighs> I'm good." I'm like, "What? Why? Just take the Tylenol." No, I don't want to <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. I don't like taking shit, but I will fucking take if I have a headache, I'll definitely take a Tylenol. I don't love yeah, he's taking drugs. Yeah, really like, um, really like anti. He's getting better. I would say he's definitely getting better than than he used to be about being open to taking things. But he definitely is like, if the choice is between <laughs> taking something and not taking, <laughs> he's not going to take it. Like, like the flu shot, he's like definitely not getting a flu shot. But I know that our daughter's nanny always gets it, which I really appreciate for her sake yeah. because I feel like she's exposed to so much stuff from our children and like being at places like the park and whatever, yeah. you know? Um, okay. Well, I'm going to like resolve to get a flu shot. Janie had had Tompkins. I just saw she tweeted. She was like at Rite Aid getting it or like at CVS. Yeah. And, it's so you know, cheap. So you can just get it it's anywhere. It's like 20 right? bucks if you just pay out of pocket. Most places take insurance and cover it for free. Um, I think it's worth okay. it, especially this flu. It's, you know, if you usually in cold and flu season, if you go to cdc.gov, the Center for Disease Control, there's a map that shows what the flu activity is like Yeah. at the current time. Yeah. And usually it's in patches. Like there, it's worse on the East Coast right now or worse here and. And it's just varying degrees. If you go to the CDC right now to their map, their flu map, the entire country is the same color on the map. It's so it's so widespread. And I was reading yesterday that they think it is probably, probably peaked. So it should start getting better. But they were also like, we're just coming out of uh, the holidays. So now kids are going to be going back to school. So it may not have peaked because they could be spreading it at school now. I mean, yeah, I was like shocked, shocked at how contagious that stomach flu was that we gave to everyone in my extended family. (laughs) (laughs) Because I had been, Bernie and I had stopped throwing up 24 hours before we got to Arizona. No, that's not true. We had stopped throwing up, well, at least 12 hours by the time we got to Arizona. You know what I've thought about a few times? I think I said this on a pod, but you know what I thought about a few times is the people that got our hotel room after we checked out in oh, Mexico. God. And like, for sure, they got the stomach flu, right? From us. I mean, it depends on how well the, the cleaning service did after you guys left. Yeah, I guess it does. But like, I I don't know. Like, I feel very... I feel very bad because <laughs> if I, <laughs> I just hate tra- cause, like an outbreak. In I hotel. hate traveling in the winter just because of this. Yeah. Well, it's best to always just stay home no matter what if you can. 
Um, <laughs> no matter <laughs> what. Know, I'm, having, I'm having such, oh my God, I'm going to start crying. I'm having such a hard time emotionally right now and I don't know what to do about it. And like, why? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I need to go see a doctor and get like medication, you know, get put back on antidepressants. I'm like having a hard time with everything. I can't like handle anything anymore. Just in general, you feel sad or depressed? Yeah. I just am like, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like ultra sensitive. Everything is upsetting me. Like, you know, the world, people on the internet, like, (laughs) you know, like just stories on Pete on peoplemag.com. Like I just can't get it together. And I'm like having a hard time. And I, and I don't know, Uh, I mean, I don't know what to do. It wouldn't hurt to at least go talk to a therapist, you know? Well, I talked, I have a therapist. And it's not helping. (laughs) Well, she helps, but I just, it's more just that, like, I'm feeling just so. Weighted I'm down. Just, yeah, I'm just feeling depressed. Like, That's... I didn't, you know, like, I work out all the time and I like, you know, it's like the thing that like kind of gets my endorphins. I've talked about that. Yeah. And I like have, I'm still doing it. I'm still like waking up and go getting there. I know. That's amazing. But like. But, like, seriously, today I was like, I just want to lay in bed. I just don't want to do anything. I just don't don't want to do it, you know? I can't imagine how you would feel if you felt this way but also weren't exercising because that really does help. You know, know what I mean? My, I had this acupuncturist. I'm gonna, this is so weird, but I'm going to try to eat red meat tonight. I I had this acupuncturist (laughs) last year who was like, you, when you get, um, hyper emotional, eat red meat. You're Uh. like very, you're, he's, he like got how, oh my God, my tooth just started hurting like an insane amount all of a sudden out of nowhere. Which one? Well, one of the ones that got whitened, obviously. Well, obviously (laughs) I think that's all of them, right? But just like my, yeah, they all got whitened. Yeah. But just like my bottom tooth out of nowhere just started like shooting pain, <laughs> radiating pain. Oh no. That's normal. Well, that, That's normal. Is it? Your, it? your teeth get really sensitive when you have them whitened like that. It, That's what they were saying. But she was like, most people, like while the whitening, while the bleach is on there, they get they're like it tingles it hurts they're yeah. feeling very sensitive i didn't have any of that it didn't hurt at all were you numb at all for it no huh i think a lot of people i've talked to who've had their teeth white and have complained about their teeth hurting for a few days no fuck me then um red but red now. meat though what's what's with the oh. red meat i don't know he just like last year he was like when you get in places like this emotional uh, and you're like just oh so i'm trying to drive home i'm sorry no you're back you're um, back it's good okay he just said that when you get into into places like this where you like feel like you can't handle things emotionally you feel really hyper emotional at everything and you can't kind of get it together he suggested that i try eating red meat he is, he thinks that i may be an iron deficient yeah. person who needs that in order to sort of help me be able to stabilize my moods and i remember last year when i was more aware of it and i would eat 
mistake when in times like that, it did actually help me the next day I would feel better. Yeah. So I'm going to try to eat like, oh, I've really been craving in and out recently. Get some in and out. Yeah, I think I'm gonna eat in and out. I mean, I think like a steak would probably be preferable, like some good piece yeah. of steak like a somewhere. Medium. Oh my god, that sounds good. I might go to like Little Dom's and get some get that steak and arugula. Maybe I'll do that. Oh, that's good. I also like the uh, at Tender Greens. They have like a salad that you can put steak on it. It's so goddamn good. Oh, Mark likes that, but I always had like a weird thing with Tender Greens. I never ordered correctly there. <laughs> I like get. I swear to God, I like don't know how to order there. And then one time, and I was really into this thing that they had called the Happy Vegan. Uh-huh. Not that I'm vegan, but I just liked it. Yeah. And then I, so there was like an article someone posted online, and I clicked on it. And it's like, this is like not. We should Google it. But the Happy mm. Vegan has like this is not a joke. It has like forty grams of fat and like seven thousand calories. It's like something. It's What's like something, in it? I don't know. It's like something so outrageous. Like you never in a million years should be eating that much fat and calories in one just, like casual lunch. It's just you know gravy. What I mean? It's just like some, I don't, vegan gravy. I don't even know. I don't know what it is. All right. I'm going to get steak for dinner. Wait, but that, oh, ordering wrong. So you sent me to the place in San Francisco that you love. That you all didn't the like comedians it. Love. What's it called? Uh, House of Dan King. House of Nan King. All the comedians love it. Yeah. Paul Tompkins and Janie have yeah. gone there for lunch that day. Yeah. Like everybody I know, whenever we go to San Francisco, they're all like, House of Nan King, House of Nan King. You hate And it. I'm always on some weird diet, so I don't go. But then this year, I was like, I'm going to just like enjoy my time in San Francisco. I'm going to go to House of Nan King, experience what everybody's talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I swear to God, I just ordered so wrong and like every other table around us was like i I don't know like i could just see that their food was like the food that we should have ordered you know what i mean and like and and just like everything i got was like not that great like too fried like she brought me this like weird meat that was fried and i'm gonna i'm gonna throw up like thinking about it and i had one i had like a bite of it and it was super gamey she said it was beef but then i had a bite of it it was like really gamey and i was like that does not taste like i've never god that's so weird i've never had a bad experience i think it also doesn't help that everyone built it up so much for you i mean probably yeah probably that didn't that doesn't help but like I also maybe should have gone with some experienced orderers and maybe. they could have told me what to get. Cause every, literally every day ta- I went to the bathroom at one point during the meal and every table that I passed was eating food that looked far superior to the food I oh, had ordered. That sucks. And I'm also like pretty traditionally a terrible orderer, you know, like I like, I really bone it almost every time. So (laughs) (laughs) like tonight might just work out only because in my head, I already know what I want to. Yeah. Get, get some steak. Uh, You know, when I, I don't want to sound name droppy, but Ellen page is one of my best friends. And Uh, is she? Yeah, I know Steve. (laughs) But when we first started (laughs) hanging out, we were trying to write a script together. And so, 
and she was renting a house that was literally half a block away from me. So we hung out like every day for like three or four months. We would go for walks in the morning and then we'd try writing all day. And, and she, at the time she was like a really strict vegan. And so whenever we would eat, I would just eat whatever she was eating. It was just easier to order food. And by the way, I lost like 40 pounds and felt great, but Ellen always kind of seemed a little still run down and tired. Uh, she looked like really healthy, but she seemed just kind of run down. And, and I remember like, like a year or so afterwards, she went to this doctor and had a bunch of blood tests and stuff. And they're like, I think it was the same as what you're saying. The doctor was like, I think you're iron deficient. Yeah. And so now she eats meat, not like a ton, but I think she eats it in moderation. And she mm-hmm. she looks and feels way better. Um, I feel like she and I used to go to the same trainer. I feel like I used to see her there. Probably. Was it at some guy's house? Yeah, Harley Pasternak. Yes. Yeah. Trainer of the stars. Yeah. Who also, I saw Rob Pattinson there once. Yeah. Megan, never... Megan Fox, too, I think. Yeah, Megan Fox and yeah. Brian Austin Green were always there. Yeah. And uh but the Rob Pattinson thing was crazy because I don't I'm not, you know, the, the I'm not the demographic for those vampire <laughs> movies, you know, like I like I never yeah. I never I haven't seen one of them ever. Yeah. I don't know I don't really even I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, and I like don't get that Fifty Shades of Grey was like fanfic I, I do not about either. it. The whole thing is I'm not seeing any of those fucking movies. Okay, but so I kind of like never understood the appeal of Rob Pattinson, but then I have to say, like when I saw him at the trainers, I was like, oh, he is really attractive in person. Yeah. It's rare for me to be, um, it's rare for me to be like impressed by by men's looks. <laughs> <laughs> but like more just because I'm like not a woman who like is just like I don't like like what most people think is like are like traditionally good looking. Who's a celebrity? Man, not that, who's not a... that Mark isn't traditionally good looking. Yeah, he Mark's certainly a good looking is. guy. Yeah, he is. He's he's like you know I call him a late in life male model, but like <laughs> yeah, so right. he's like he's also he's also a case of has gotten. I think he's gotten better looking as he's gotten older. Mm-hmm. I think aging has helped his. Yeah, physical looks, his appearance. Who's a celebrity, like A-list, everyone knows celebrity that you do think is attractive? That you're like, yeah, I get it. That guy's attractive. I don't know. I don't even know who they are. What like who? But like like a Clooney I mean? or a Brad Pitt or uh... no, 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 no. Wow, that doesn't like do. I don't. That's not interesting to me. Like, <laughs> hold, on, hold on, let me think. I think Clooney is so goddamn good looking. It's. Annoying. Like objectively good looking, yeah, sure. But I'm not yeah. like I I don't find him like attractive. Like I'm not like, oh, he's so hot. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um I, like, oh, like Army Hammer is like objectively super attractive. I can tell that, but yeah. like I don't I don't find him super hot. Uh, I talked about this on Craig Kakowski's podcast up at Sketchfest, yeah. uh Craig's Craigslist. Yeah. So you guys can hop on over and listen to that podcast if you Raising want. Raising Arizona. More thoughts about this. But, like, watching Raising Arizona, I was very attracted to Nick Cage in that movie. Okay, so you, I you like, like, I like different, different looking yeah. attract. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I was like, oh my God, like literally taken aback at how fucking hot I thought Nick Cage was in that movie. That's so weird because I just watched it again like a week or two ago too and I was like, I wasn't like, oh, he's attractive, but I was like, he looks really fucking cool. I love his fucking yeah. hair and his eyebrows. Yeah, the hair is so cool. And, like, even the, like, weird porn star mustache. Like, all of it was just, I don't whatever. All of it just really worked for me. <laughs> but I like really quirky. Generally speaking, I like men that are very quirky and have a lot of personality to back up the looks. And, like, I guess, I guess that's what I'm saying. So, like while I objectively understand that George Clooney is probably like a perfect looking human man, I would never like, it's not something I would ever think of. Like I would like to fuck that guy. Like that's not, I also feel like guys like that would be just a fucking disaster to be with because of why, because they're so vain either that or just like having to deal with other women in public just fucking or on social networking like just throwing throwing themselves at them all the time yeah that would be really rough oh you know like oh i guess he's not anymore this is interesting so i'm you know i'm friends with scott speedman for many many years Mm -hmm. and i would say that his weirdness makes him more attractive to me mm-hmm. like and i i think he's more attractive now that he's older and i know how weird he is <laughs> as a, you know what i mean like as opposed to like when he was on felicity and everybody was like oh my god he's so beautiful i'm like i guess objectively right. i understand that but i think he's like more attractive now that he's older and kind of a weirdo right you know? right whatever and we're really getting down into my personal tastes here i don't know why um yeah, I remember thinking that whole time I was watching Raising Arizona like a week ago, like how, how cool fucking he cool he looked. Yeah. He Even looked his so clothes, cool. the way he was dressed yeah. and everything. Yes. All of it. Like all of it is so dope. Like the the um, uh the um the what the thermal underwear shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Love I it. I thought that was so fucking cool. It was so cool. His fucking yeah. hair was the best, though. That was what his hair is amazing. I was like, that's. It's also like cool. a shame to. Oh, you know who I thought was super hot though back in the day was Alec Baldwin, and that was just like a person that everyone, objectively speaking, could say. Like that's like a objectively he was super hot, and also like I thought he was super. He kind of had his hair like Nick Cage though back in those days. Like it was. Do you think I just like like weird fucking crazy hair? <laughs> Is that my that's my maybe? Thing. And it goes back like something was imprinted on me when I was a child. Like yeah. Some some like my babysitter's boyfriend or something when I was five like had crazy hair. Possibly, and... yeah. We joke because cricket is you know she's four years old but she is like in love with our friend johnny um who is like a singer songwriter musician and and a writer and like but he's like kind of a hippie and he's got like sort of long hair and like you know like a funky like retro style this is yeah him right now that's like i'm sure everyone would die if like that you know that's how i described him but i just have this premonition into the future like when cricket's 
16, she's going to bring home this, like, long-haired hippie of course. kid. Of course. For sure. Like, Johnny has just, like, imprinted on her soul yep. that, like, she just, like, adores him and everything he does is so amazing. And she always, like, when he comes over, she's like, oh, my friend Johnny's coming over to see me. Like, she just thinks, <laughs> <laughs> she thinks that he's there for her, you know? And when he got, like, a new girlfriend, she was not having not it. having it oh my <laughs> god like in the funniest way like just like would ice this girl carson out like ice her out when johnny would bring amazing. her over amazing and then carson had to work really hard to like get on cricket's good side and now they're friends i was so um, in love with my babysitter janine when i was a kid and really? like in love with her and then she started dating this guy who was like a construction worker, this guy named Scott. And I was the same. I wasn't having it. But then, like, that guy Scott was the coolest dude. Like, he was, like, into, you know, motorcycles. And, like, yeah. he worked in the sun. So he just was just a badass. And later, when I got older and became a teenager, I, he was my boss. I started working on his construction crew. No fucking way. Yeah. And how much older was he than you? Like, not that much older? Well, let's see. When I was, I first started working for him when I was, like, probably 17. I would work summers doing construction with him. And he was, like, everyone on the crew was just out of college. So he was probably, you know, mid-20s. He wasn't even, like, that much older than you. That's what's so weird about babysitters when you're a kid. They're only, like, four years older than you. Yeah. Like when you're an adult, you like hypothetically could have dated your babysitter. John Mulaney has that joke about being in love with his or his <laughs> mom hiring a babysitter. Uh, she's in charge. And then years later, he found out that, you know, when he was like 11, this babysitter was like 13. <laughs> and he's like, that's just like going away for the weekend and leaving like a horse to watch your dog. Just like. Not much Wait, different. In, in they age. didn't go away for the weekend and leave them with a thirteen-year-old. No, no, that's like no. saying hiring a dog sitter that is a horse. Like, right? <laughs> it's still an animal and right. dumb. And yeah, I was like a big babysitter. I was, I was a, I was um a very good babysitter when I was a teen, a preteen, and a teenager. And then when I moved to LA even when I was like working at California Pizza Kitchen and going to Loyola Marymount University I still babysat for a couple of like my boyfriend's uh like stepmom's friends kids they had like little kids in fact like Sasha Spielberg always tells a story that I babysat for no way is that true well I think I watched her and her brother yeah I think I like watched them but it wasn't like an official babysitting gig. I think I watched them over at the Hanks house right? for some reason. I can't remember why though. She says that that happened. So I believe her because <laughs> it obviously made an impact on her, but she, but there's a girl that works for my friend Akiva at Lonely Island. Uh-huh. Um, who's like, like the development executive or something for television with them who I legitimately was like her babysitter. No. <laughs> yeah. No like I, I babysat for her and her friends multiple times. There, um, there aren't 
guy babysitters are there? That's just weird, right? Well, you know, I think it gets dicey and there's, you know, it's like, I don't think that generally speaking, like teenage boys have an instinct unless there's something wrong there. Right. You know what I mean? And like, (laughs) I would just like never in a bazillion years would I hire a boy to babysit my girls ever, ever, ever. Never. It would just like never in a million, million years happen. Nope. Nope. Um, But that being said, I do have some friends who have boys that are a little bit older and they have like sports coach dudes who are like in their, you know, like in college, like teens and in college who like do some kind of babysitting for them. Right. Which seems fine. It doesn't seem creepy. It seems totally fine. What? You got to be careful, man. Yeah. Yeah. I I had my, you know, Birdie's like, Birdie's so particular. She like, you know, if it's not our nanny who's worked with us since Birdie was one years old, if it's not her, Birdie's like not having it. She's just like not interested. She doesn't, I'm like, don't you want like a cool teen babysitter? Cause she's nine now. I'm like, don't you want like some cool girl you can hang out with? If dad and I have to go out on the weekends and give your nanny a break, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, no, I don't want them. I want Ileana. Like, okay. wow. Yeah. She just like loves her Nana. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's the way that it works. Well, I'm glad you're like on the mend. It sounds like you're doing so much better. I can't wait. You were definitely missed at Sketchfest, and it was so fun. I know. To do a live show, Steve. It was so fun because like people really like our show, and I wasn't. I know, you know dude. I'm not aware of any of this shit, and like I was really taken aback at like that. A, it was sold out, and that we got yeah. we had like a we had like a wait list yeah. people were waiting to get in and they yeah, got dude. in and yeah. like it was really neat and people were shouting out names of the episodes to me while i was talking to janine oh my god um and janine is so amazing and yeah. now i'm now my goal in life is to come up with and write a movie. a movie for the two of us to star in together you should I've, I've always wanted to work with her too well, are you in the movie? Are you going to be in the movie too? I, I think so. Okay, I just I need to know where we're at. I, need I guess to know... we should say. <laughs> I mean, for people listening, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people listening who are listeners were expecting to hear the Janine episode this week, but they they did so many live podcasts at Sketchfest. They're it's taking them a while to get them out to us, so that will be up next week. It's um, a, I I mean I can't wait. Steve hasn't even heard it yet. No. Oh my god, my other tooth. Another tooth just started hurting. Yeah, they'll Have probably I made a horrible mistake. No, with no, no. Teeth whitening. No, it just takes a I while. Need, I need to look in the mirror. You can post. Uh, wait, I don't have a before though. I do think they look whiter. Yeah, they're the girl, they're definitely white. Yeah, the girl was like, "Let's go one more round." I was like, "Are you out of your mind? I don't want to be like, <sighs> you know, Ross from Friends. Like, I can't. Like, I don't want those glow in the dark teeth. Like." I just wanted, I just wanted it a little bit, well, like kicked up. Can I post the photo that you sent me of you in yes. mid whitening? Yes. And then yes. the and the after as well. 
Yeah. Okay. The, it, like the, I gotta, I gotta chill on the internet. I gotta, I gotta take a breather because I was getting, I'm getting too worked up about like these trolls and also like. Oh yeah. I, I don't even have that many. I have like two, and I get, and I get so. I can't take it, Steve. It like yeah, I do too. Picks at the very thing in me that is the whole reason why I'm an actor, which is that I want someone to tell me truly. I don't want people to tell me I'm wonderful. I want them to tell me that I'm horrible, and like that. That is like the deep psychosis of what it is that we do. Like most people think that the root is in some sort of positive reinforcement, but I think for a lot of performers, it's like. I'm waiting for someone to validate all of the very worst feelings I have about myself, like all the time. Cause I feel like shit about myself That's interesting. so frequently. And I'm just waiting for someone to be like, you are shit so that I can be like, you know what? I'm not. And like, <laughs> I, I don't feel know, it's kind like of the opposite thing. I, I mean? feel like I started doing this because, you know, my dad was a doctor, so he was constantly working. So I think I do this for, approval and uh, attention um but i i always feel shitty about myself i and i hate when someone said when someone points it out on the internet and uh yeah i don't know i yeah maybe you're right i don't know maybe i need to think more about this like more in depth but <sighs> but i have people that create multiple accounts to keep trolling me even after oh, I block okay them. yeah 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 that's what's been happening to me and yeah. i'm just like I, and it's the same fucking girl. Like, I can't deal, man. Well, what, just, like, you should really feel happy because you basically own that person. The fact that if you block them, they keep coming back, it means they can't stop thinking about you, which is kind of amazing. I know, but it also makes me feel, oh, my God. It just also makes me feel so sad, though. Like, like that's what I wrote to her or this person, whatever. Today, I was like, girlfriend what's going on in your life? I'm like sad for you. I really, I genuinely am like, I want you to be okay. I want everyone to be okay. Like I'm not, I'm not being as open and honest on the internet as I possibly can be because I'm like trying to do, I didn't do, I didn't set out to like, to like do this for some fucking, um, insidious reason like you know like that i always had like this master plan of like you know that i was gonna you know do other i don't know like i did it like hold on yeah um i i don't know i feel like i did it from a very genuine place of like feeling really alone and like feeling really bored and feeling really sad and like wanting to just try to fucking connect with people and it worked for so long and of course like then you get like the three people that are like you're you know there's definitely an underlying problem if you feel the need to just for no reason insult somebody like i've never had the urge to just go online and just say hey you fucking like loser like right that's fucking crazy it's so crazy. There's definitely also, a problem. Also, like, who was I talking to about this? I was saying that, like, I don't even, re- I don't even really love talking shit about people aside from, like, to Mark. Like, I will talk shit about people to my husband because I think that that's, like, that's what marriage is for at its sure, core. Sure. It's to just, like, have a safe place to, like, 
say horrible things to. And actually I had some friends that were getting divorced and the, <laughs> the husband, well, I was trying to like remain friends with both of them. Oh yeah. And the husband was like, it, it wasn't like a nice divorce, whatever. And the husband was like, um, just so you know, like these are all the things that she said about you. And oh I was like, no. Dude, and I literally was like, dude, I don't want to fucking hear that shit. Do you want to know what I've said about her to my husband? <laughs> like, that's not valid. Like, I actually would never hold that against someone if they, like, if I found yeah, out like, cool. a friend of mine was talking shit about me to, like, other friends, that would be upsetting to me. But to their, but to your husband, that's, like, a sacred space. Like, yeah. I don't. You have to be allowed to like vent to your sure. husband about your friends and your family. <laughs> Otherwise, like, why have about one? your idiot friends and idiot family? Yes. Otherwise, yeah. why have one? Yeah. Oh, I can't it's wait a safe to get married. Space. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait you to should. get. I can't wait to get married and talk shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> Such a jerk. But by the way, I would like, you know, never hold that against you. But if I found out you were, you know. If it got back to me that Ellen Page is like Steve is saying X, Y, and Z, I'd be like, "That's not cool. We're not friends anymore, Steve. You can't go around talking shit about me." To your I, friend. Yeah, I don't talk shit about my. But friends. you know what I, I, mean? I, I don't really have a reason to talk shit about my friends. No, I know. Well, girls, it's a little bit more complicated because girls get you know, like women have like sure you get you know sure. But I'm trying. I'm trying so hard this year. Love and light to everyone. Love this- and light. This week is what is that from? Is that Oprah? No, it was Martin Luther King. Oh, and then I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't God. say love and light. He just oh, was God. like, I'm dying. to drive out darkness, you need light, and to that's right. Drive out or to get rid of hate. This I'm paraphrasing. All right, and to oh, get rid of God. hate, you need you need to meet it with love, right? So love and light. And like Jesus. this has been a really challenging week for me because first that bitch stole my parking spot. At Whole oh Foods. yeah, I saw that. I was enraged. And then, uh, and now these trolls have gone after me for no fucking reason, except that this girl fucking hates my life. And they have this also like this crazy warped view of my life, which is that I'm like super wealthy and then like living on, and like Mark makes That's so much money worst. and I'm like living off of Mark and that we like have all this help. That and, is like, crazy. I pay for Ileana and I, it is the, and I will do that until I literally have zero point zero dollars in yeah. my bank account. I will pay for childcare because I have no family in this city or in this state that could ever help me with my kids. And like, I do actually work, and yeah. so do, and my husband works full time. And like, yeah. I can't do all of the things that they that the kids need, like the pickups and the drop offs. And it's so crazy how rich people think actors are oh my god it's insane i'm like i have no money it's crazy you know what i mean like that's not true don't say that i i (laughs) i'm doing fine but like we we do fine but like i fucking hustle man it's why i'm doing it's why i post shit on instagram yeah i'm like why i i'm a fucking character actor people always i'll say something political on twitter and they'll be you fucking hollywood elite live i'm like dude i live in a fucking studio apartment and like often worry about my next month's rent yeah like character actors don't make a shitload of money you no, get, you gotta also, have your own show you have to have your own show or you have to be a series regular on a show and that show yes. has to go longer than 
you know, Three seven years. episodes, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, like, but like even Cougar Town, I don't get residuals on that show anymore because they, TBS pulled it off. So it's not in syndication anywhere. Right. So I don't get like those big checks that people think actors are like constantly getting, you know what I mean? I mean, like, that shit did happen in like the eighties and nineties. Sure. People made a, I have friends who bought houses from doing a commercial you know like you i remember that you would make so much money in the 80s and 90s but that or also like in the 90s late 90s early 2000s when i started like these development deals were really big and like people were getting these like huge development deals like and also if you did a pilot they stopped this in like i want to say like 2004 yeah if you did a pilot tv show you would double weekly salary for the pilot like so you would get like so if you got forty thousand dollars an episode or that's what was negotiated you yeah. would get eighty thousand dollars to do a pilot which is like most actors i knew could live for you know a, a, a whole year oh yeah on from their a pilot. pilot fee from doing one pilot so it was like so much easier you know to you know who had it this and then the networks were like that's dumb why are we doing that you know who had it the best were directors who would direct a pilot that went fucking like what's his name jim burroughs who directed the pilot for cheers and friends yeah because he gets paid for every episode just for doing the pilot i think that still exists for pilot directors like maybe a friend of mine our friend jason weiner directed the pilot of modern family and i like he has a piece of that show yeah, Which I think if it's insane. network TV, but if it's like cable, like FX, or mm-hmm. you, you don't make that kind of money. Well, anyway, I mean, yeah, people like have an unrealistic. Well, you guys, I'm doing a fucking podcast. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like <laughs> it's, it's not like we're just like I've got fuck you money over here. The girl was literally like your private chefs and your plans. I was like, homegirl, I was in coach to the San Francisco comedy chef. festival. I've never had a private chef. I hope that girl is listening to this podcast because she is a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Private chefs and planes. What a dumbass. And then somebody was like living off your sugar mama, Michelle. Like, do you know what like what like serious <laughs> indie actresses get paid for a movie? Because it's not what you think. Like, no. Did you did you read the pay disparity between Michelle Williams and Mark Wahlberg for the reshoots of All the Money in the World? Insane. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not like ugh, whatever. Everybody's the worst. See, I'm just having a I'm having a moment. <laughs> well, you, you get some protein. Get some red meat. Yeah, we're gonna get some steak for dinner. And hopefully I'm going to calm down a little bit. My I've... teeth hopefully won't hurt so much. But they, I'm getting like weird sharpshooting pains like yeah, that'll, every... That'll happen. We need to find some medical type company uh, like WebMD stuff to advertise for us. To do advertising. Yeah, we need some... We, need, we, need, we should start getting paid for this because people do listen to it. Yeah, we, like it. let's talk about it as soon as I'm able to leave the house. <laughs> we'll go have Mark? a... Have a and Mark just said that my teeth look good. Yeah, I, that photo you sent looked great. And so then they gave me, they made impressions, and they gave me trays. And she said that I should do a tray on Friday oh. to make sure that it, like, sticks or something. But I don't even sticks. understand what that means. <laughs> You're going to wake up Sunday, your teeth are going to be brown. But she said that I have to, tomorrow, after I drink coffee, I have to brush my teeth. 
oh, I can't yeah, like yeah. drink coffee and not brush my teeth tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm sorry that we don't get the San Francisco episode this week, and I can't I wait for you to hear it. I can't I think wait. You're going to be really entertained. Well, I'll have it in the next couple of days, so I'll hear it before the audience. I can't wait. Janina's a real delight, and I'm yeah. so happy that you booked her. And yeah, she's cool. That she was like willing to sit down and just yeah. go off. She just like goes off. She's so great. Yeah, the coolest. Um. All right, I just got home. I gotta go see my baby who had her very first like big girl play date today. So I Ooh. need to go see how that went. Like yeah, she like cool. went home with a kid after preschool. Fun. Like without any like normally like I'll go with her on play dates, you uh-huh. know, but she's four and a half now, Steve, and she went on her own. That's great. I know. I'm gonna go see her. See that little chicken. All right, well. All right. Maybe we'll um, see each other in person again when we're both not sick. For sure that let's try to like record some stuff and feel feel better. Thanks, Biz. I'm sorry that you got so sick and I'm sorry you've totally missed all of Sketchfest. You're not gonna try to go do any shows, are you? I told them are if you? something comes up in the next couple of weekends, I will I'll even You'd like I'll fly myself up. I feel so bad about bailing on them. Yeah, uh, we made it work. I posted for a lift instead of you. Oh, yeah, I I saw that. That was cool. Hi, cutie. Did you have fun? (laughs) Did you have fun with Esther? Yeah, are you hungry? No. Okay, sweetheart. Okay, come on, Baba. Come here. Come in here. I'm going to let you go, Biz. All right. I'll talk Uh, to you later. Okay, cool. Bye. Bye. classic both waiting to say goodbye uh that's it guys thanks for listening keep everything we say with a grain of salt because we're no doctors bye hey everyone it's me steve ag you know (laughs) i'm here to let you know that starburns audio has a new survey uh just go to starburns.audio slash survey um we're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better Uh, And it only takes a few minutes, I promise, but uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at um, Starburns Audio. Believe me, we uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like, um, ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, This really is a helpful survey um, because currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, so your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, it's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help Help a brother out, all right? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Yunt. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. (laughs) Suicide Buddies. (laughs) That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. 
He's like, I mean, if you yeah. lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bat. bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich... I don't know what you want from me. And uh, my, and my a... girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. Help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my... <laughs> 